Welcome to Brew Time, guys, where three buds enjoy a conversation over some brewskis. Now, here are your hosts, Chris, Jim, and Cam. Hi, you breaking my bars here, huh? You breaking my bars. Well, howdy doody, guys. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's happening? Hey, uh, what's blue and not very heavy? Uh, my mm. kids, if they don't knock it off upstairs. <laughs> well, I was going to say light blue, but uh, I guess that works. Mm-hmm. Oh, child abuse joke. <laughs> oh, I got him. Uh, it's how a you joke. Doing? It feels like, I mean, I know I know we had the podcast not, what, like a week ago? Oh, wait, ago? I, I just got it. You said light blue. Oh my god! <laughs> I see what so, you did there. Yeah, finally so you got Cam last you week. At. Now Cam got you this week. Mm-hmm. Turnabout's fair play. Yeah. yeah, my mom taught me how to do stuff. She like warned me about the weight of colors. Well, that's good. Hey, uh, <laughs> who is the who is the most lonely billionaire? Hmm. Alone yeah. Musk. Oh my god. Oh lord. <laughs> that, was bad. that was bad. Oh god. Uh, how you boys doing? If that's mm-hmm. the way that this podcast is going, we're in trouble. No, I actually have a uh, I have something fun to talk about this week. So do I. I hope so. Jim, do you want to lead us off? No. Oh, okay. Um, in that case, so... So how are you boys doing today? <laughs> I'm doing great. I, I so su- SummerSlam was uh, this last weekend, right? Sure was. Sure. And, uh, you know, I want to I wanna make a very bold statement here. I think Logan Paul is a terrible human being. However, I think he's a pretty freaking decent wrestler. I, you know, it's it's interesting you bring that up because I was telling Jim all weekend when I watched that, I said, damn, dude, this dude earned my respect in the business. That I'm dude just can saying, wrestle. I'm just saying, dude jumped off the top ropes onto Miz on the announcer's table, man. He made that look so clean. And he did. Absolutely earned beautiful. my respect. I, mm, I, don't want to say it, but I very wholeheartedly believe that WWE is going to put a title on him before the end of his contract at the end of 2023. I could see that. I mm. could see that. I don't know if they're going to... Uh, I don't know if it would be world the WWE Championship or the World Championship, no. but definitely the US or the Intercontinental. Mm-hmm. I'll agree. Um, one, but, of those, one of those two. So the reason I bring that up is because I don't know if you heard about everything going on in the WWE at the moment with Vince McMahon retiring. What haven't I heard? <laughs> uh, exactly. Um, so th- he retires with $3.4 billion, correct? Um, okay. Over the last... He retired, and then two weeks ago, or whenever 
whenever these allegations from 2006 to 2022 came about um, is when Stephanie McMahon took over as CEO chairman or of the sort. Chairwoman. Stephanie was probably one of his affairs that he paid off. Uh, Really? (laughs) I mean, the dude's kind of a creep. You know, so what do you... I mean, he did did passionately kiss her in one of the... Because the reason those came about was the board of directors looked at all the finances and saw all these undisclosed charges being made in like the form of hundreds of thousands of dollars and brought it to his attention and he finally owned up to it to them and they basically told him all right you're going to either retire and we're going to sweep this under the rug or you're you're absolutely done so what do you what do you think's going to happen um you know or what do you think about the whole situation in general it's it's funny you bring this up because prior to coming on here tonight, I uh, read an article. They had interviewed Booker T, and he thinks that Vince is going to end up returning to the WWE. And I, I I'm going to have to tend to agree with him, just because I think what he's going to I think what's going to end up happening is you're going to see this whole scandal go. And in some form or fashion, and once that's all settled, he'll be back. He'll be back in control again. So you think he's going to end up just taking part of that three point four billion dollars that he's retiring with and pay him off again? Oh yeah. Hmm. Much much well, like his steroid scandal. That's fair. Um. <laughs> with that being said, uh, Deshaun Watson. Did you see the amount of weeks that he's being banned? Six. Six, Six whole fucking weeks. weeks. Um, a Raiders. You can, you can go ahead and, and go ahead and have sexual. That's not even one week per assault. woman. No, no. You can sexually assault over 25 women and only get away with six weeks suspension. Fuck you, NFL. Seriously. Um, with that being said, a I believe it was Raiders player. I could be wrong, um, but I believe it was a Raiders player is getting suspended for 13 weeks for marijuana use, and another player is getting suspended for 14 weeks for gambling. Hey, but it's okay to sexually assault women in the NFL. I mean, hell, Josh Gordon has had a career in 10 years because he smoked weed. Uh, what was the name of that Jacksonville Jaguars player? Remember him that got hit with weed and never played again? Well, that was what, 2000? You sure you're not thinking of the running back for the Miami Dolphins? Nope. Ricky I'm thinking Williams? of the Jacksonville Jaguars receiver. Hold on, I'll, I'll look it up. Ooh. I cannot remember the receiver. Yeah, I just, I think that's absolutely absurd that, uh, Players are getting off with such well. One, they're getting off Justin with such Blackman. few weeks and still being able mm-hmm. to play in the NFL. Weed um, is legalized in half of the fucking country, and it gets you yeah much penalty. That's insane. I mean, hell, there's been less 
punishment for priests that rape children. So, well, and you know, it and it kind of ties into what I was going to talk about a little bit tonight too, because we talk about the the, the guys that are you know sexually abuse or the women or use drugs or whatever or gamble. And then, you know, I was going to ask you guys what you guys thought about LeBron James being in all these video games all of a sudden, like Fortnite, and now this multiverses game. And now I can understand why he's in all these games, because he doesn't do the drugs. He doesn't do, you know, he doesn't abuse women. He doesn't, you know, he he's actually somewhat of a respectable guy in that fashion. That is... Even though I hate LeBron. Fair. Yeah, that is that is huge coming from you, um, and that is absolutely fair. Um, I don't think I've actually seen one bad bad thing about him besides the fact that he's a baby on the court, um, and that's my biggest problem with him. I mean, he's a fucking so racist. That, that counts. What's that, Jim? He's a racist. I mean, that counts he for is. something, right? Whoa. It is. That, that that's that's the and his know. and his, I guess, racism. I mean, he clearly hates white people. That's. I mean, fair. he's even he's even said it to players on the court. Really? Oh yeah. Oh, I never heard. I never heard that one. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's been plenty of players that are white that talk about how he's made racist comments to him I mean it makes sense I just don't understand how he becomes the unlockable go to in all these games like right away like that multiverses game we tried playing last night and all of a sudden he's already in that game like right. it's the game was just released and he's one of the first characters in that game that makes no sense right wasn't like, he yeah so I, I played that for like an hour today or something like that uh what wasn't he more expensive though like no he was clue. oh i i think no clue. so you have to purchase the characters with coins or like the little gems and i'm pretty sure his character was a lot more expensive than the rest of them or if you pay the 40 dollars for the game you get the standard founders pack and then you get like 15 tickets to open unlock all the players that are in that game I'm good. I did it. Me too. You did it. You paid. Mm-hmm. You paid the forty dollars. Yeah. Dang, mm-hmm. bro. We we played it last night. It's actually pretty fun. It's nuts, dude. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I I felt like it was so hard to play though. I mean, it it reminds me of uh Super Smash Bros for like cart a cartoon multiverse, obviously, instead mm-hmm. of like a video game multiverse. Hold up, guys. Cam just cracked the code. <laughs> Better alert the Pentagon. We got a we got well, a I mean, beautiful mind here. <laughs> I mean, that's obviously exactly what they were going for. That's exactly. Well, right. I'm just trying for people that don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm I just had to laugh because, like, the way you're describing it, like. Well, I mean, I'm explaining. I'm explaining it for our listeners. Um. <laughs> anyways, so. Since it plays like that, you know, I figured I would go into just being able to dominate. Nope. The controls on that felt like it was so whack and out of place. There's only two buttons. Were you you using controller or were you using mouse and keyboard? No, I was was using a controller. But it it just, for me, 
for having the uh, Xbox uh, Elite controller instead of the GameCube controller or the Nintendo 64 controller. It just felt so weird. I don't know. I didn't have a problem adjusting to it. Yeah, I mean, there's only uh, three buttons in the whole game, really. Um, I mean, Jim I... kicked my ass most of the night, but you know, hey, I had fun. I had fun getting my ass kicked. Me too. I did a whaling with Tom and Jerry. <laughs> oh, see, I was. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's fair. Y'all had all the characters. <laughs> I was only using. I was only able to use like Finn, um, Superman. Yeah. Superman, Wonder Woman, and then the uh, girl from what's it? Adventure Time. Uh, is it Adventure Steve, Time Steve or Steve yeah, yeah, Steven's Universe? That one. Yeah. I was trying to figure out who that girl was for the longest time, but then I remember seeing her in a commercial of something years ago. I'm like, oh yeah, that's it. That's funny. Hmm. Yeah. But no, I no, just I... I I don't I don't I don't know why he just why LeBron becomes this uh, icon for. And to be honest, I would think that somebody like Steph Curry would have been the kind of the face of the NBA at this point. That's fair. Um, do you think Steph Curry will beat LeBron's records? I don't follow basketball enough to have an opinion. Um, I mean, hasn't he pretty much already done it besides points? I mean, he won't get rebounds or blocks, obviously, because he's a point guard. But he's already got That's more fair. championship rings than than uh, LeBron. Okay, That's fair. I mean, I, I would already consider him to be a goat. I sent yeah, he went to I sent Davidson, Chris a, uh, a basketball related thing. I sent Chris a video today that was kind of funny. <laughs> Michael Jordan sitting on the uh, Dave Letterman show talking about his shoes that just released and uh, how he got fined for wearing them. And Jordan's, mm. talk Jordan's talking about them being ugly shoes. And Dave Letterman's like, well, you designed them, didn't you? And Jordan's <laughs> there's like, uh, yeah, I did, but I didn't pick the colors. And he goes, <laughs> oh, okay. So he's like, what, why did you get fined? Like, what was wrong with the shoes? Well, they were lacking a color. There's no white in them. And David Letterman just kind of sat there for a second, and he's like, "Uh, well, neither's the NBA." <laughs> and Jordan just starts laughing, and I'm like, "Whoa!" Right. That's that's the kind of stuff that people can't even joke and say nowadays without getting in trouble. No, seriously, no. people would get butt hurt over it. So. I wanted to tell Cam something, and there. Do you guys know who Dove Cameron is? Dove um, Cameron. Yeah, I've she heard was the name. Is she, she was the creator on... of Dove Soap. <laughs> so she was on. Uh, apparently, she was like on the bunch of Disney Channel shows in the mid two thousands. Oh, yes. Now that I see a picture of her, yes, I do know who that is. She was on Living Maddie. Never heard of the show. <laughs> that, was, that was the Disney Channel show that you were talking about. Sorry. Go, go ahead. Well, I watched a video. I watched, like, on YouTube, First We Feast. You know, they do the hot ones. Uh, she was on there because they wanted to talk to her about her 
favorite snack that is weird. And they didn't believe her, so they wanted proof that it was her favorite snack and watch her eat it, and she loves it. And it's like her go-to thing the whole time. I'm thinking, Cam, Cam, Cam. <laughs> so is it? it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> no way. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely one of them uh, crazy white people Midwestern things, but oh, not, even, not even we can claim that. So she likes brownies. Okay. Covered in ranch dressing. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, yo. Like, so I, to the I point where she eats with it. Hot sauce. That's different. I know. I was going to say, but that brownies with like drenched in ranch she eats it daily at least once if not two or three times a day she loves it there's no way this girl eats that much brownies fucking gross i'm sure a lot of the times are pot brownies because she's she she really uh that's delves into the chiba that's fair does she really oh god yeah Like she's she's like Miley Cyrus ever since she left uh Disney, all she likes to do is smoke weed and she's a nudist. So it's like oh, Yeah, that's like the things they do. Well and apparently eat brownies and ranch dressing, but <laughs> I'm just like, damn, that was so gross. So it kind of just made me think of you, you know, when you would do your little foodie thing. So what was the worst one and what was the best one? The worst one by far was the Miracle Whip and peanut butter. Huh? Oh, Miracle, Miracle Whip, not whipped cream. I, I or, heard whipped cream. I yeah, heard it whipped was cream. And I was like, oh, so you guys saw like Miracle mayonnaise. Whip. Like yeah, I Miracle think it was whip. Miracle Whip and peanut butter, and that was it. Just mixed like that? Yep. Well, so, with, take a... On a sandwich. On a sandwich. Okay. That um, sounds fucking terrible. Oh, dude. It's yeah, it's gross. Um, maybe you should maybe you should have tried it on a rice cake. <laughs> on a rice cake, I don't even like rice cakes. That's racist. <laughs> um, actually, probably be better. The I was best... gonna say I, I, I mean, I would think that it probably tastes better, but I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. The best one that I had, though, or the most surprising, mm. right? The brownies, the brownies with the hot sauce was very surprising. I will say that I did not expect that to be like an eight out of ten. Um, there was one that I ate I, it and I, I was just like, "No shot, dude! This was so." I know I was good. definitely surprised by the cotton candy milk. Oh, dude, that one was so good. That one surprised the fuck out of me. I well, thought it was you like be... the one. Wasn't there one with pizza? Yeah, it was pizza. Oh, pizza with the chocolate sauce. Yeah. Yep, pizza with the chocolate sauce. That one was good. Uh-huh. That's fucking weird. It, I don't know. There's something about it. It's not like drenched. I I did it with <laughs> like the squiggly lines, you know? I didn't just douse it. Right, you drizzled. Drizzled. There we go. Still seems weird. Was it frozen pizza or like a... No, it was a bot pizza. I don't remember from where, but it was probably Papa Murphy's or something. Mm. I love me a Papa Murphy's pizza. Mm. Right. Me too. Um, that, that one was, 
another shocking one too. Um, dude, I don't even remember them. What about the cheese and Oreos? The one oh, that's like one of dude. the first ones that started it. That was Great. weird. That one was <laughs> weird, bro. So, <laughs> listeners, hear me out. Take your Oreos, take shredded cheese, and just dump it all over top like you're making Oreo nachos. Throw it in the microwave until the cheese is perfectly melted. I'm telling you, thank me later. What What was the one that Jim's daughter had you do with the Oreos? And barbecue sauce? <laughs> Dude, that one was terrible. Yeah. I don't know why. It just did not mix well with the cream. I, I tell you, it, it seemed like she had these ideas for you quite a lot, and they never oh. turned out good. That was nah, another... Couple the, of them, man. the most shocking, the most shocking by far, was the sandwich that your daughter, it was your daughter, right, that brought it home from school, was like, it was either here, make him do this, or was it Grayson? I can't remember which one. One of the kids brought it, their class worked on an idea together. Okay, so it was, it was one of your kids, and dude, that was shockingly good. Do you remember I, what it was? Because I don't at all. It was... Peanut butter, tuna fish, uh, mustard, ketchup, pickles. Oh my god, dude! It was. I have diarrhea listening to that. Sounds oh my like god. absolute trash. It's. Uh, <laughs> it was actually pretty good. Uh, once I added the ketchup, because I I added the ketchup late. I don't know if you remember that. Once I added mm-hmm. the ketchup, it was absolutely meh. But before that, dude. It was money. Oh my god, that just sounds so gross. It, it, I think I think you had me all the way up until there was tuna involved. Yep. I like tuna, thing. but but it was oh, like I like tuna too. It was like eating a you know tuna fish sandwich and a so, peanut butter sandwich in one. Speaking of tuna, one of the TikTok channels that I've come to really like a lot lately is called Chef Reacts. It's oh, this okay. dude, he's he's a chef, and he, I like his personality because he's really dry-humored, and he's a stoner, but, like, he does legit, he, like, he critiques, like, these people's little food videos that they make, and this, like, this one channel that I know you've seen their videos before, but, like, those, you almost feel like they're Chinese-made videos that are voice dubbed with an american to make it sound all happy like entice us mm-hmm. but like the, like a lot of the food video versions that he watches is like i tell you i have never eaten tuna until i've done this no i'll never eat it the same oh, again yeah, okay 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 if you're liking the video tell me where you're from you must be liking the video you're still watching like the video all this kind of stuff and it's fucking stupid mm. well she, he's watching one of those and they're doing this thing with tuna the very first step was like She's smashing tuna through a fucking strainer. <laughs> he's like, like she's mashing it, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, that's fucking weird." <laughs> like right out the gate, he's like, "No." <laughs> it was like one of the most disgusting things like I've ever seen. Like, she put tuna. I can't even describe it, man. Like, she mixed tuna with a bunch of eggs and cabbage, and then like steamed it. So it was like this really disgusting tuna cabbage omelet with weird shit in it and at the end he's always just like 
Yeah, no, one out of ten wouldn't eat that shit. <laughs> it looked fucking terrible. There was one guy that I seen on, I don't know if it was TikTok or if it was like one of those Facebook reels or just maybe like a Facebook page, but he was like an Oriental guy that kind of um, would watch somebody make like fried rice or whatever, and mm-hmm. he'd critique them on how they'd make fried rice. And so this lady would sit there and she'd be, she'd drown the rice in the water or whatever. And he's sitting there, he'd pause it, he goes, what are you doing? <laughs> But that's that's the only one I've ever seen that I'm just I, I get a kick out of every time. I can't remember his name either, but he just the way he just critiques everything. He just pauses it and he's like, "No, don't do that." Yeah, one of these videos, this lady's first step is washing the chicken. Like she has a chicken breast, and she's like, "You gotta wash your chicken," and she grabs the Dove soap. And the dawn oh, soap, I mean, oh my and she's like, she's like, spend 10 minutes washing your chicken. And like the chef's just sitting there watching. He's like, uh, yeah, no, I, I've never, <laughs> he's like, don't do that. He's like, you know, if you want to, if you want to rinse off your chicken and pat it dry, fine. That's whatever. Not necessary. <laughs> but he's like, don't ever under any regard add soap to your fucking chicken. My parents used to wash the chicken, not like with soap or anything, but obviously <laughs> they just run it under the. Water because well, you know, it off prior to the year 2000 and the 80s and the 90s, they there was not a it wasn't as well known as they wanted it to be perceived. We'll say like everything was you know dangerous, you know, you get sick from this, you get sick from this, wash it, wash it, wash it. Mm-hmm. Now that it's like, well, any contaminants are gonna die being cooked if you cook properly, right? <clears throat> yep. I like food. It's fun. I'll take my chances. Yeah. Fun yeah, fact for you guys. I love food. Fun Church, fact. Churchill, Canada. Okay. It's It's been commonly posted around the internet as a law, but it's not, for all the fact checkers, it's not a law, but a rule of that area in a common practice is you are not supposed to lock your cars for a very interesting reason. Don't be Googling it or looking shit up. What do you think it might be? Um, dude, I don't know. I'm going to have, I'm going to say something stupid. Like they do I don't know. Some they do random check. checks. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the only thing I would think of. Um, what if I told you the reason why? I'm not gonna tell you the reason, but so what if I told you had more or less to do with survival and keeping you alive, saving your life? I wonder how. Is so, it, like, if somebody breaks in, that way you have easier access to your car. Close, okay. really? Uh, like if there's close, a fire, but not at all can, close. If there's a fire, you can get out easier. I, I don't know. Churchill, Canada, is the polar bear capital of the world, and it has it outnumbers humans like oh. four to one. So, anywhere you go, you could encounter a polar bear, and so to try to save your life, you're just supposed to jump into the closest car you can find. 
Because okay. I don't know if you know this about polar bears, but polar bears will attack humans on sight. Because if you see a polar bear, the reason why you see that polar bear is because he already smells you and he's tracking you down trying to eat you. Because hmm. polar bears are always hungry and food is scarce. So they try to get you. Hmm. That's a interesting place to not want to live, huh? That cold is very Would it be an though. interesting place to live? No, it's cold as fuck and you have polar bears trying to eat you. I don't know if you ever saw that video that uh, about three years ago, photographer put out some bait and he had like this uh, protective glass igloo looking thing where he could videotape the bait. It was like a dead seal. So that way he could try to lure a polar bear out and videotape him eating. Well, it w did not go as expected at all. He went right past the bait and went right to the guy in the glass. And he started like busting it and breaking it open. And like, that is like the most horrific video ever because the dude's videotaping as this polar bear is breaking this thing apart and getting his face like within inches of him. And this thing was aggressive trying to eat his ass. So oh, lucky guy. He, he got away. He got away. Oh, okay. I uh, don't know how, but that's side, crazy. Side note, though, did you know that there's a new breed of bear? I'm wondering why, why I'm coming with all these bear facts all of a sudden. <laughs> I know. What, what What is this? Is this fuck? Like, I don't know. Bear week? Most of the bears I like are, you know, <laughs> <laughs> got him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, they're because of humans and global warming and lack of food. We've been pushing grizzlies north and polar bears south. And now they have combined and they started mating. So now there is a new breed of bear. And it's kind of weird because if the father was a male, the father was a male. <laughs> if the. <laughs> I mean, it is 2022. Woo! I could be wrong in assuming stuff here. Uh, if the father <laughs> did you was just a grizzly, assume the bear's gender. I did. So if the bear, if the if the father was a grizzly and it's the predominant, it's known as a growler bear. And then, <laughs> yo, that if, sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, if the if the male if the if the father was a polar bear. And that's the dominant. Then it's a Prisley bear. Ah, and then you know what I'd name it? Elvis Prisley. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, they do have captured photos of these bears. And what? The, no matter which species type it is, it has inherited like the dominant size and the aggressiveness of the polar bear. So wow. scientists are like, yeah, humanity is going to be fucked if they cross paths with these things. Because they will attack humans. That's like their thing. Man, they're, they're, can you they're imagine cool like looking. a growler bear and a prisly bear? It'd be like Kong versus Godzilla. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's I don't fair. know. I've never seen a bear in the wild, but I've seen one at the zoo, and that was close enough to go, damn, that is a scary motherfucker. Can you imagine? Now, I've seen the, their paws. Could you imagine just getting smacked by a bear? Mm -hmm. Aren't they, like, 
can't I mean obviously they can kill you with one hit, but like imagine getting smacked, you would you would die. So you wouldn't feel it. Yeah, not necessarily. I mean, I mean let's it, see it, it if hit you the, if he hits you in the you know right in the ear. It could just be, you know, a half blow or a glancing blow. Or yeah, like I mean, my just, uncle blow you okay, don't finish. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I was I was that's fair. I was thinking more of like a follow through. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest, I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, I, don't want I mean, it. just just even a glancing blow would, yeah, that'd be enough to. <laughs> so I was another bear thing. Speaking of bears, <laughs> <laughs> I saw a video today of somebody who put. Okay, so you know they have uh like people put the trail cams out and so they can like see, you know, hunting areas and the trails. Yeah, yeah. Right. This guy put a trail cam out on his property in the woods somewhere, but he did another one. He put a big full size mirror on a tree as well, just to see if any animals would walk by and see it. Uh, he caught a video of a bear just kind of moseying on through and the bear like walks face to face with this mirror and looks at it. That was fucking cool. Like, the bear <laughs> freaked the fuck out. Like, it jumped. Like, you, you could see its reaction. Like, what the fuck is this? And, like, he freaks out. And then he destroyed the fuck out of it. This bear got so angry and pissed. Like, he just... Oh, my God. Like, he lit, that bear thought that he had just seen another bear face to face. And, like, teeth out, growling, just full standing up and turned Mike Tyson punching and ripping this thing. I was like, dude, this... This is fucking awesome. <laughs> that bear was pissed. <laughs> and I loved every moment of it. I'm, I'm kind of digging these bear facts. You got any more for us? Um, so, yeah. Uh, the technical definition of a bear is a man who is bigger and hairier and more mature in age and likes to dibble-dabble with bug chasing. Not necessarily bug chasing, but... <laughs> Just, just, just like. What's up, Jim? He just likes to put his money in where he can. There goes Chris. <laughs> to be fair, most bears aren't bug chasers. They just like to. They just like to get down with some twinks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we got the uh, Chris over here dying. <laughs> That's fair. He he dies once an episode. Just <laughs> 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 faint laughter. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you get over there, bud. Oh. <laughs> Is it <laughs> anybody? Anybody got nine one one on speed dial? Uh, yeah. Every de <gasps> electrical device since two thousand and ten, two thousand eight. Damn! Didn't think we were gonna take a step back in time there. Hmm. All righty. Yeah. 
I want to know who coined the phrase bug chasing in that method. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Is it really considered bug chasing if it's bears? Does that be bear chasing? I don't don't know. No, bears chase twinks. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, uh. <laughs> you know, we haven't done any of Jim's top fives in a while. We haven't done any. I mean, last week we kind of did a little bit more get to know your brute time guy stuff. Right. Some of these weekly things that I was going to do, I just kind of kind of bailed on. Are you I, saying we failure. should go back to our roots? I'm just saying I, I'm a failure and I let people down. Oh, oh okay. I 110% thought you were about to lead into a new one. I thought we were too. Mm, no. Really? You got no. I wouldn't well, even I'd say know. What's your favorite beach trip? But uh, never been to what's the beach. Have you? What beach trip? Beach trip. I had sand in my underwear once. Does that count? When was this? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Actually, I do have a favorite beach trip. Um, so in Hawaii, they have this beach where you can... Uh, it's black sand. And it's really cool. Uh, the way the sun hits it, it looks like black sand and whatnot. And <clears throat> So that was probably my favorite one. I actually got to bring home a little jar of it. And uh, when I got home, I, I, get, I actually gave it to my parents as a souvenir... Nice. Hey guys, hey, Jim. we've been doing this for 24 episodes, and I just now noticed that I could change the layout of how I have you guys in my thing. Woo. Oh, I don't, this, guy, I, like, this guy's a genius. I don't know if it changes for you guys at all, or if it's just me. Nope, just you. Um, Why? Why? Yeah, reason- it looks the same to me. Yeah, I got a big full screen of Chris and the two little ones of us. The reason I asked oh, about the beach, though, yeah. is because there was this guy over in Florida that, um, I'm assuming this was today, because it says seven hours ago, he had, his, his, legs, from the, oh. he had his left leg shredded after a after a attack from a shark. The sharks are uh, swarming the shorelines lately. They've actually emptied a few beaches recently for it. Really? There's going to be a lot of attacks this year. If there, probably would have been more if they didn't close a bunch of beaches because of it. Why do you think that is? Water temps of the ocean. Megalodon. No guess. So if you're asking for me to guess, I have no guess. Oh, the I sharks no are too answer. afraid to go out in deeper water. Oh, okay. Water. Okay. I, I thought maybe <laughs> you actually had an answer as to why. This is so I yeah I don't I'm know. guessing it's I, the fear of the megalodon. They're too afraid to go out to the deep water, so they're standing by the shore. That would be a good uh that'd be a good conspiracy. Oh my god. Speaking of oceans, so I got a TikTok sent to me the other day and this guy broke down where him and his like two of his siblings and like two or three more friends of theirs went diving and there's like 
in the ocean there's tiers that you can go scuba diving mm-hmm. and <clears throat> the further down you get um the harder it gets to breathe obviously with normal oxygen uh and then you have to start mixing in like hydrogen and stuff like that with your oxygen in order to keep going <clears throat> further down and down well when you get to like the, th- the third tier they recommend that unless you're a professional sc- scuba diver that you are to not go down there because it it's just pitch black mm-hmm. and so him and his siblings and these friends went down and they got to the edge of tier three and there's a sign there that says you know do not go past this sign you know because once you get down there it's so small to get through the the caves and everything and you can easily get lost because it's nothing but pitch black and it looks like basically like dust is in your face so you you can it easily get like turned every, around uh, shark movie i've ever heard of <clears throat> and so his siblings went and they just he, he sat there and they were getting low on oxygen and so he sat there and about the time he was going to tell his siblings and his friends hey we're getting low on oxygen we need to go back up top they jumped off this ledge into the third tier well they all have flashlights well he goes and he kind of shines his flashlight down there. You cannot see anything with this flashlight. And once you get down there, there's false caves. So if you go in this domed area, you, you obviously can't see anything. So you get turned around and you could get lost down there. Well, he goes down just a little bit to see if he can you know shine his flashlight down there to see if he sees them nothing and <clears throat> so he he kind of sees he goes to turn around and he looks in a false cave and he finds his he finds somebody's flashlight in there so he kind of shines his flashlight up in there to kind of let him know hey you know this is the way out and about that time his flashlight goes out so he kind of bangs on it a little bit, comes back, and by the time it, the light turns back on, he has no clue where he's at. So he just kind of turns around and he sees like this calming of the dust particles or whatever that were in the water. So he starts swimming. He finally gets to the top. And come to find out, his siblings and all his friends that were down there, only one of them made it out. The others got lost down there in these fake caverns, and it took them two and a half years to find their bodies dang I'm about to give me a panic attack yeah i know i'm sitting here listening to that description man Do yeah you have i mean that it's, video it's still? nuts uh i i can see if i can find it again because yeah I, i'll send that to you because it's the guy goes into great detail on it and it's and just listening to it it kind of sends chills down your spine the one thing that horrifies like, oh me on God. this planet is the depths of the ocean and yeah. sharks dude those things when, those things when i like see tiktok videos of the ocean or the trenches or like the super deep pools i can i have to scroll right past them man okay that super deep pool things, that's right? inside that looks yeah. like you're going down through a city i yeah. love that i love it but i'm like holy shit dude like, i like, would love to be able to scuba dive in that someday like actually be capable and confident enough that i could do that to be fucking cool because I know I'm not going to get eaten by a shark in the depth of anything. That's that's fair. Right. Did you guys ever see that famous video of that husband killing his wife scuba diving on their honeymoon? Mm, 
So gotta gotta be honest, I have not. The, it, I wish I could tell you the names. It's very very popular. Uh, the dude obviously got busted. So he actually almost got away with it until the videographer for their honeymoon reviewed their video and realized that he captured the killing on tape. So what? they they were scuba diving in pretty deep water and they were calling about some kind of problems and they surfaced and she was unconscious and she ended up passing away. But when the videographer who was down there videotaping with them for their whole honeymoon goes back over the video, you can see the husband and they're close. It's not like far away. The videographer was close to it. The husband turns off the wife's oxygen tank as she has like a little brief struggle with him. And then like he just kind of let her just drown there. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. <clears throat> yeah, he went to jail for the rest of his life, though. Yeah, I, I could imagine. In fact, I, I'll have to look it up to you. If you see, want to that see just it. makes me not want to go scuba diving in general. I mean, who can you trust to go scuba diving with you? I would totally turn someone's air off. <laughs> Jim would do it as a joke, and then he'd try and uh, turn it back on, but we'd be struggling too much. And he'd be like, oh, sorry, I can't do it. Right. Who could tell me what scuba stands for without looking it up? I could not. I have no idea. Uh, Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Yep. Damn. Uh, Hey, what can I say? I watch Boy Meets World, my friend. You learned something from there. I did. Uh, Gabe Gabe Watson and his wife was Tina Watson. Huh. Yeah, I can't say I've actually heard of it. I had a uh, proud, you know, <coughs> parenting moment today. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. So, uh, to premise this first. Because I know if I tell the story right away, people will be like, really? Your kids are how old? But let me let me let me give a little, you know. So most of my kids life, they lived in an apartment because I just fucked my credit over at a young age. And we lived in an apartment. Kids didn't have a backyard. So my kids didn't have a lot of things that other kids did. They had all kinds of electronics and toys. But they didn't have a backyard. They didn't have other stuff. You know, apartment living. Well, one of those things that my kids didn't have was also a bicycle. And so, today, my kids learned how to ride a bike. And that was pretty cool. Nice. And then, they also had root beer floats for the first time. What? Yeah. (laughs) For the first time? My son had had one at some point, but my daughter hadn't. Oh, okay. That's fair. I was never a huge rubber float kind of guy, so I never did them. But, you know, the fact that, uh, and the thing is, I didn't even, mom took them to go ride the bikes. I was cleaning and doing some other stuff. And we tried once before and it was not successful. But the reason they learned how to ride the bikes was because of something that I did with them. 
like the other day before we even went out doing anything, I uh, I had them sit on their bikes in the garage with their feet on the pedals, you know, and I held the bike and I made them close their eyes and I just would sway the bike and give them, you know, tell them to get used to that feeling of it tipping over so you know when to put your foot down to catch yourself. And then I would just drop the bike and let them catch themselves. And, it, mm-hmm. and so it got to a point where they, you know, you get used to that feeling and you feel it and you drop, feel it and you drop. And so then you tell them, look, now that you know that feeling, you know when to put your foot down. You're never going to fall. You know, you just shove off on your bike and you'll go. And as soon as you feel yourself go down, catch yourself. And so, yeah, mom took them to go ride, try to teach them how to ride their bikes today. And right away, my daughter just took off. Let's and go. Then, yeah, I went up there and I stopped up because I was on my way to the store. And the, both the kids said it was because of that that thing that I taught them in the garage. I was like, that's pretty dope. <laughs> hmm. That's funny. Dad wasn't even there. Influenced him on riding <laughs> the bike. Yeah, I remember when my daughter first learned how to ride her bike. And it was funny because she had, we were outside with her and my parents had come over since they lived just down the street from us and we were helping her get confidence to where she could kind of you know get a little speed up and just kind of balance mm-hmm. herself and she just didn't do it she didn't want to do it she didn't want to do it didn't want to do it well my parents sat there and were like well okay we've we've given it you know we've given it the good old college try we're gonna head home now whatever and whatnot well like literally two minutes after they had left my daughter sat there and she got the confidence to just kind of just take off pedaling as fast as she can and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. stood you know was riding straight up no training wheels nothing i called my parents over and i said hey look at this she she did it right after you walked away and man that, that was my proudest moment yet as a, i think as a father and once where... once once somebody figures it out that first time <clears throat> it's 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 there it is and you know what, Chris? It's funny because you played a little tiny role in a lesson today. I did. Yeah, I was watching oh, my daughter. Oh, I can only imagine. I, I bet I. I know was what watching it is, my daughter. I, I was watching my daughter pedaling through the parking lot. And she's looking down at the ground, and I'm like, <laughs> I hollered at her. I was like, Hey, you need to be looking out in front of you, not at the ground, because if you're looking at the ground, you're going to run into a parked car, Chris. And she's like, Huh? Bonk. <laughs> that's awesome always be looking in front of you exactly that was exactly. still one of my favorite memories uh, he's just, yeah. just waving away poor guy. that poor that poor Honda never saw it coming uh, my kid hit a stop sign I think we've all hit a stop sign at the time or two that you've hit a uh, yeah. or if what four sign hits you one or the other <laughs> but how many people can say they, they've hit a parked car and survived and survived without, yes. without yeah. any broken bones the way he fell into the hood of that car <laughs> <laughs> Was it, did it just seem so slow motion too it did it totally did that's awesome well the thing was he was far enough away from us that we tried to scream at him that he was going to hit the car <laughs> but you can't hear he was so far away he didn't know what we were saying all we know is he's just turning around waving at us yeah i i yeah, hi guys right <laughs> they, they were so far away 
Yeah, we were yelling too. Yep. I do I, remember. I thought, yeah, I thought they were sitting there saying, you know, hi or whatever. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> do you remember coming over to my house and playing basketball and taking a, it ate shit one time really hard. And it's because, remember my, uh, my dad had the door cable for the garage door hanging off and it was like sticking in a loop outside of the door. And I remember you going through with the basketball and your foot caught into that and fool you fucking ate shit. Oh, oh really? Let's yeah. go. Man, I don't remember that. Yeah, you felt hard. And I'm like, and, and and that was the thing. Like when you played at my place, you had the backboard was broken in half and would bounce around. So you had to <laughs> learn how to compensate for that. You had to learn how to compensate for the, uh, the broken sidewalk off to the side. You also had to compensate for the, <laughs> cable of the garage door that was a trip hazard and then you also had to be very mindful of running the paint because the garage door was falling apart in pieces and you'd have it fall on you <laughs> so straight up get lord ball. have mercy <laughs> yeah so see you know you, you you cracking your head open a couple times at my house that that kind of bounces out right mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> my brother and his friends would always dunk on our hoop and then like the backboard just like split in half it was hanging so every time like you would do anything, it would start boom, do doom, bouncing up and down. Oh yeah. So my dad took a took a backboard and put it into two posts that were very poorly put into like r- the little yard right next to our uh, driveway. Dude, my brother and his friends when they were in high school ripped that shit down so quick. And then uh, now that board and the stand is no longer there. It's brutal. Everybody so, thinks that they got to show how cool they are by dunking really hard and ripping at the rim. Exactly. Yeah, Does see, it... and that's the thing. Okay, so when we were kids, you know, we, we did that shit all the time where we dunk as hard as we can or whatever, hang on the rim, whatever. And you, you didn't care. But now that you're were adults and you get and you end up getting like a basketball hoop on your garage and then these neighborhood kids come around and they start doing the same shit to your basketball hoop it pisses you become you that grumpy yeah it, you become that grumpy yeah. old man and you become really pissed off and you just want to be like stop doing that but you know as a kid you did the same thing and you yeah. know what i will i will confess right here for chris being as white as he is like growing up, he was he was definitely the second best white guy at basketball I knew. Let's go. Like he was, and the reason why I say second best because like he was phenomenal as a shooter. And like I don't I don't get it. Like he did not shoot like a white dude. Like he just boom 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 boom. But you you remember how I used to shoot? Yes, I do. I do. But the reason why I say, go ahead, tell your story, and I'll tell them. What I was just gonna say, the reason I say he's like number two, is because I say number one was probably my brother, and that's because my my brother was very well rounded, like he spent hours and out. My brother was one of those people that just focused everything he could at every sport and tried to be phenomenal at it. So like at basketball, like he was, he was the dude that could drive on anybody. Like he would watch white men can't jump. And just sit out there for hours and emulate all of that. Trying to figure out how to like cross over and weave people and play and pass and dunk and everything. Like and shoot. Like he was fucking great. 
So when we would play these pickup games, if you could get me, my brother, and Chris on a team, yeah, we ran people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> the way I used to shoot the ball was not your typical, normal, you know, what you'd see a basketball player shoot the ball. When I first started playing basketball, he was a behind his head. That little hop skip. Yeah, no, no. I would oh, take the ball you were one of, and I would just go like this. Yeah, yeah. Right now, way behind the head. Let me tell yeah. you how I broke that habit. My dad's an asshole. That's mm -hmm. why. Because <clears throat> in the winter time, middle of fucking winter, <clears throat> I would wear my winter jacket. He'd take a string. And he would tie it to my, um, he would tie it to, to my jacket and then he would tie it to my wrist of my jacket. So mm -hmm. I was only allowed to get my hand so far up oh, and, I, and okay. I couldn't, and I couldn't bring it back. So I had to have that one hand that held the ball and my use, and I had to use my other hand to push the ball forward and release. Okay. So that's how I broke my habit of taking the ball and taking it behind my head and launching it and having literally n no accuracy whatsoever. It, I would throw that sucker as hard as I could at the backboard. Once the I got thing down is, to that's a good, that's a good way to learn though. But if you ever rolled up to Chris's house and be like, Hey, you want to go ride bikes and you know, go do kids stuff, go play. It was not until Chris would make a hundred free throws and then, oh then Chris could go ride bikes, go play, but he had to be home in 15 minutes. You're like, well, motherfucker. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like I said, my dad's an asshole. But God love him. He he mm. got me better at basketball. He got me. And now to this day, he'll sit there and he'll tell you he regrets ever getting me into basketball. He wishes he would have gotten me into baseball. Is it because he didn't go pro in, or golf. in uh, basketball? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no no he he just i don't know he he thinks that i would have enjoyed baseball more than i would have basketball and to be honest he probably he probably was right mm -hmm. huh. i mean i probably would have enjoyed baseball more now i tried out for baseball one time and the son of a bitch coach sat there and put me at third base and he's like okay throw it over to first base this is my first time playing any you know trying out for any little league team and I go and I, uh, and it just kind of, it just kind of bounces and rolls over to first real slow. Needless to say, I did not make the team. Nice. See what pissed me off is every, I never had a whole lot of dedication to like improve my craft. Like I just went off of my natural abilities, and to me that was good enough. So like when I would go try out for baseball, I would be phenomenal. And I would always make a like I'd make a team, and like uh, I was always told how I would look really fucking good out there. Like I was top of the, you know one of the tops. Are you, are you bragging? But then no, because then what <laughs> would happen was I'd get put on a team with other like totally phenomenal players, like dudes who probably went on to play college ball, and, and I had, never and, played. Yeah, I would end up being you know like the fill in guy. And it's like, That's well, so cool. stupid. We'd be in first place, but <laughs> I would sit half of the fucking game. But you know what? Yeah. That's on me. That's on me. I could have easily worked harder and proved myself and been, you know, much better. 
but like the positions that I played were outfield. I was a second baseman because I could field really well, but I always got put in the outfield because I actually had a really strong arm. But the coach's kids got to play in the outfield and they just kind of shat it up most of the time. Interesting. What see when I when I played baseball, the coach's kid was always pitcher. And then that too, who, but they can't pitch every game. Like, whoever he didn't like was playing right outfield. Mm-hmm. Right? Right field. Right outfield. Mm-hmm. And then right field. Yeah. And then uh center. I tried playing center and left field. Those were my two favorite. I often got put in center or right. Because in right usually put right field the guy with the best throwing arm center field's the guy who can cover better and hustle but you know second base was my area but i never got to play it because i will admit the dude who actually was our second baseman was always really fucking good and rightfully so he you know it's his spot to be yeah i never really liked playing uh playing infield i like infield that's where all the action is Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, if I would have played mind. baseball, I would I would have liked to play like second base. See, I'm I'm too afraid to get hit by the ball. See, <laughs> dude, I I always wanted to pitch <laughs> and I always tried out to be a pitcher. And I remember like the last time that I've my last year playing baseball is the one time that they actually gave me a real serious consideration. The coach was like, All right, come in on the weekend. And we're gonna have some pitching tryouts between you and you know two other guys. And I went in there, and dude, like my accuracy on point. And for being the age group that we were, I was throwing hard. I was throwing like in the higher speed limit strikes, but I could not throw a fucking curve. So he's like, "Well, just work on a curve. Work on a curve." I kid you not. Like I'd never been able to throw a curve my whole life, and it wasn't until probably like ten years ago before I stopped talking to my brother. Me and him were just having a catch one day. And like, you know, like I was saying earlier, he was phenomenal at sports. Every sport he played, he excelled at. And I asked him, I was like, dude, teach me to throw a curve. And within five minutes, I was throwing a fucking wicked curve. And I'm like, well, damn, to think that I could have done that when I was a kid. (laughs) Well, (laughs) damn. Dude, my brother was mental. Like, he never pitched. Like, he pitched on his own, but he never pitched in a game for a team or anything when he probably should have. Like, dude, just playing catch with him. He was always throwing screwballs, knuckleballs, sink, like all these disgusting ass things. And you're like, why are you not pitching on a team? Like, why? He 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 just was so much wasted potential, man, because he had a lot of athletic ability. Absolutely, absolutely. But, I I always hated playing sports against him because I knew that he was going to absolutely annihilate us in whatever it was that we would play. Oh, dude, so, and I was always it, so proud because that's my big brother. Right. Yeah. How how much older is he than you? Six years. Okay, see, my brother is the exact same. My brother's six years older, and I was the exact same way. He was this amazing athlete, and then I was just like, I was good at this one sport. Anytime I would try and play against him in anything, he would just absolutely obliterate me and try and show off for his friends. And I'm like, God damn it, well, dude. That, and that's good. Because that's how I excelled at the sports that I did. That's fair. Which is why, like I was saying earlier, 
I just would go to these, you know, sporting tryouts and teams and stuff, and I would just go off of my natural ability from what I've gotten playing against my brother. Should have, you know, tried harder. Practice if ifs and buts were candy and nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was surprised your brother didn't wasn't on more sports teams than he was. He tried out for the Atlanta Braves. Did he really? Mm-hmm. Nice. He So trying out for baseball is different than being really good at baseball. Now this is like back in ninety seven, ninety eight. Farm systems are way different now than they were then. But he tried out and he did really well. He scored in a top level. But they told him flat out, we're looking for people who can pitch and we're looking for people with amazing speed. Huh. Like speed on their pitches or p- speed like running ability? Running. Okay. Because they're like, we want people well, what did he who try can out pitch. For? Did he try out for pitcher? No, he just tried out for the team. You know, open tryouts. Oh, okay. But the thing is, they were like, you know, here's the thing. We could teach anyone to catch a ball. We could teach anyone to hit a ball. We could teach anyone to throw a ball. But we can't teach people to be fast. And we can't we can't teach people to be excellent pitchers and have that ability. That's fair. So then he tried out for our local River Bandits team, which I think it was like a two or three day tryout process. And then he decided that he wanted to just like hang out with his buddies and smoke weed. <laughs> so is that, you said it's the River Bandits? Is that kind of yeah, like a... the Savannah Bananas? Uh, no. Well, I mean. The raccoons that wear cowboy teams, hats and bandanas. Yeah, we're, uh, and we're represented by a raccoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, no, we're we're not that good. Uh, I don't know. Is our minor league, compared, is our River Bandits team? To... Huh? Are we affiliated with the MLB team right now? We used to be. Yes. Yes. Uh, it was Houston. I think it's the, I want to say it's the, the Cardinals. Indians. I think it's no, the Cardinals. It's, I don't think it's, well, let's city. Okay. So they are affiliated. Uh, no, with the Royals. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's a stadium I've always wanted to go to. Um, so we started out okay, so we were we represented back in nineteen thirty six, thirty seven the Brooklyn Dodgers. Then forty eight to forty nine we were with the Pirates. Then fifty one to fifty two the Tigers. In the nineties we were the A's, I know that. Um fifty seven to fifty eight the White Sox. Sixty to sixty one the Braves. From forty six to forty seven the Cubs. Then back in uh, to the Cubs in seventy nine to eighty four, the Angels from sixty two to seventy eight, then eighty five to ninety two, mm-hmm. then the Twins from ninety nine to two thousand four, the Cardinals two thousand five to two thousand twelve, the Astros ninety three to ninety eight, and two thousand thirteen to two thousand twenty, and now we're the Royals since twenty twenty one. So we've been affiliated I mean... with a lot of the teams. We're voted the uh, best stadium in minor league baseball. <laughs> I it's mean, just... oh my god the name the names we went by. Holy cow! 
Yeah, no. We were the brown stockings, the onion mm-hmm. weeders, the Hawkeyes, the Pilgrims, the River Rats, the Riversides, the Knickerbockers, the Prodigals, Blue Sox, Cubs, Pirates, Quads, Tigers, Dav Sox, yeah. Braves, Point City Angels, Angels, Cubs, Angels, Bandits, Swing, and then Bandits again. It needs to say the River Bandits. I'll give you credit. That's a dope-ass name. It's a cool-ass logo. Absolutely. The stadium's cool. Yep. But when we were the Quad City Swing, that was stupid, Cam. Oh, my God, yes. We were like a black and turquoise colors and, like, a saxophone was our... Mm Mm-hmm. All because... Yeah, all because we were, you know, tied to Bix Byerback. Yeah. Who none of the world fucking knows. Right. (laughs) The only so people who the know... River Bandits be like the Portland Pickles or something like that? Have you ever heard of the Portland no. Pickles? Uh-uh. <laughs> no. No. Must be a local team. Probably, since it's Portland. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that would be our local team that I'd be like, yeah, that's my team. <laughs> I don't. I don't follow baseball that well. So our current manager for the River Bandits actually was a Major League Baseball player named Chris Widger. Mm. And he had quite the extensive uh, list of teams he played for. The Mariners, the Expo. He was an Expo player. I like the he Expos. was a Mariner again, the, a Yankee, a Cardinal, a White Sox, and he ended his career in 2006 with the Orioles. Who was your favorite well, he Expo won World player? Series. He won a World Series in 2005 with the White Sox. My favorite Expo player? Mm-hmm. I'll hit you with one that I bet most people don't know. He was an Expo player. Randy Johnson. Mm. I went Andre Dawson. The man that took out the bird with a pitch, huh? Yep. Oof. I bet Dude, most people I bet he. Did, I bet most people don't know that he was an expo. That's who drafted him. Yep. I like. I. I don't like how Andre Dawson retired as an expo though. No, I don't either. I thought he had a better career. Unfor- uh, unfortunately, he never won a World Series with him. But I think he had a better career with the Cubs. But tweets their own. So, but uh, I think it, I think when he was inducted, you could you could choose what team you wanted the hat on, and I think yeah, that's what that's how it was. Chose. Yeah. So, folks, as we're uh, wrapping it up for the week, I might leave you with a little nugget. Owen in Hart? the Congo. In the Congo, in 1998, eleven soccer players were killed when a lightning strike hit the field, and basically struck two teams at once. Everybody hit the ground. Poof. And uh, 11 of them died from lightning striking. Interesting little tidbit. Go look it up. It's on video if you want to see it. I remember that actually happening. No way. I, I remember hearing about it. So. That's crazy. It's been fun, fellas. <clears throat> Y'all have a wonderful rest of your night. That was the beer talking. I'm sorry. Nice. I liked it. It sounded see you chunky. Guys. See you guys Is next week. I should. Yeah, buddy. I'll be off uh, Saturday or Sunday, so maybe I'll be able to record then. Perfect. 
Yeah. So you guys just let me know, you beautiful people. You. All righty. All righty. I'll catch y'all later. Next week. Keep it classy, guys. What a fuck, Jimmy. Preparation H for your hemorrhoids. Nice.